You're listening to the Clutter Fairy Weekly, a weekly webcast and podcast brought to you by the Clutter Fairy in Houston, Texas. If you'd like to participate in one of our live webcasts, please visit cfhou.com slash weekly. You'll find a calendar of upcoming webcasts, as well as instructions for joining the Zoom meeting via the app or by phone. We'd love to see you. That URL again is cfhou.com slash weekly. Now here's the weekly episode. Enjoy. Hi, Clutter Fairy fans. This is a special edition of the Clutter Fairy Weekly for December 28th, 2021. I'm your co-host, Ed Gumnick, and I'm speaking with Gail Goddard, certified professional organizer and owner of the Clutter Fairy in Houston, Texas. Hi, Clutter Fairy fans. With New Year's Eve just a few days away, we're bound to find ourselves thinking about resolutions whether we typically make them or not. In these moments of self-reflection and inspiration, we often think of very lofty goals. We set them and then probably forget them. Why do we do that? New Year's resolutions seem to fail more often than than they succeed, and there are some common reasons for that. First, the goals of your resolution are big, bold, ambitious, and vague. I'm going to lose weight is a vague target and hard to know when you've made it. I'm going to fall in love is more of a wish and less of a resolution, but I'm going to put myself out there to meet new people in some way twice a week is easier to measure. And it's a goal that's more possible to achieve each and every week as well. Your resolutions focus on the negative, like I will lose pounds versus I will be more active, healthy, and comfortable in my body. Your resolutions are based on what other people think you should want, but the best resolutions are the one that come from your heart and are focused on change that you sincerely want for yourself. It's really hard to invest the effort needed in what others want for you. Your life is a marathon, not a sprint. New Year's resolutions tease us with the possibility of overnight change, but with the timeframe of a full year, it's hard for us to think realistically about how much time projects will actually require. In reality, big resolutions need lots of time to be achieved. So I'm suggesting a few different ways to think about the changes you want to make in your life instead. First, keep your attention on good outcomes, such as the objectives you're working towards, the reasons you want to be organized, the things you want to have or be or do, the life you want to live. Make your resolutions about something you love or would love to become. Focus on cultivating small good habits that support the bigger goal like meeting new people twice a week or exercising four days a week or making small but sustainable changes to your eating habits. Write down your resolutions in the form of promises to yourself, including the why of what you're trying to achieve. And instead of depriving yourself of things, make your resolutions about filling your life with more good things, more time spent in nature, more caring for other people, more reading, more live music, Here's a good example for me. While I'm beating, I don't eat snacks. So if I craft more often, I can also eat less at the same time. Finally, don't forget to take a moment to celebrate everything you've accomplished this year. You may not have ticked the boxes for everything you resolved last year, but don't let that diminish what you did achieve. I'll bet you did more than you think. And now is the time to look back and be proud of that. Take that sense of pride into 2022 and use it to bring energy to the new goals you set for yourself. Thanks, Gail. 
I want to make a quick reminder that we'll be back for our next live webcast on Tuesday, January 4th, 2022 Woo. at noon U.S. Central Time, live in Zoom and streaming on Facebook. Are some things objectively clutter or is calling something clutter just a personal opinion? It's hard to solve a problem that we haven't clearly defined. So in our first episode of 2022, we're going to examine definitions we can use to identify and categorize clutter, and we'll explore how our understanding of clutter impacts our approach to organizing. Join us January 4th, 2022 for a defining moment, what clutter means in your life and home. Happy New Year, Gail. Happy New Year, Ed, and to all of you listening out there, we're looking forward to another great year together. Bye.